Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal comes to you on a Friday morning, a couple days before Super Bowl LVI. Rams 4, 48 and a half, the most important numbers you'll need to know, and then we'll throw a million other numbers at you. Right there, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and joining me as always, my partners, my pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. What's happening, fellas? Hello, Sal, and muzzle tub to you on a job well done. You and your cousin Jimmy Kimmel did gangbuster stuff on NFL honors. You told some funny jokes right there in front of these uh, high-end pro football players. Did you make eye contact with anybody that made you uncomfortable? I will say this, and this is going to make uh, me uncomfortable if my wife is listening. Uh, the, like you would say, Shaq, the, sh- the foxes were running free. And I noticed that. <laughs> it was very strange I didn't, because I didn't know what I was walking into. And um, I don't know. I thought it was like a, a, a Bachelor finale recap or something, what I was doing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Wait, so it, so it turns out multimillionaire high-end athletes uh, date well? They, they, I guess they so. But they were sitting together. There were like five in a row. I was like, what is this? Uh, Hef, the Hef's uh, off? I don't know. What, I didn't know what I was looking at there. But yeah, it was a little distracting. I got there like, thank you. Martin, do you want to congratulate me too? I'm sorry. We cut you off. Uh, no, I do. I do. I uh, <laughs> On a job well done. Because <laughs> okay, while... I'll start. Yeah. No, I'll start out with with the negative. I thought the Sean McVay joke needed a little bit of work. Oh, really? okay. I get it. I get it. He looks young. <laughs> yeah. He looks young. The you didn't like wagon. the color However, of the cover, color of the station wagon. What All the right. hell? I just thought the, prem- the premise could have used a little bit of All work. Right. However, what the hell? ten to one. Shaney McGee coming out oh, red God. hot. Damashek, Jesus Lord. The ten to one. The ten to one Spotify. Yeah. And then the Belichick texting the wrong Aaron. Okay. Those two right there. I Those mean, were the stronger of the they three. They were two for three, that. but Thank two you. home runs. Thank you. We got. <laughs> I would like a comedy tip from Martin to start every podcast. <laughs> That's no. a good idea. Like punch I, ups. Uh, <laughs> he, he needs to punch up Jimmy Kimmel live every night. Apparently. <laughs> hey, the other thing you deserve congratulations for is yeah. for the rest of time, you now officially dress better and have better hair than the 2021 NFL MVP, Aaron Rodgers. What in the hell? Oh, yeah. A beige corduroy suit and that ridiculous hairdo? Who is he owning exactly with that that ridiculous getup he threw out for the world? He wants to piss people off. Maybe that would be a good thing for next week or something. We list the the athletes who are going out of their way to piss everyone off. Aaron Rodgers, James Harden. I think there's just a few (laughs) in there that are really playing mind games. I want to get to Harden later because I've come around on him. I think I'm a fan. I swear to Christ, you're exactly right. That somewhere in his head, Rodgers thinks he's owning people by wearing a ridiculous outfit that then lures reaction of like, what the hell is he wearing? He's like, did it again. Taught everybody. Showed the world. Like, at whose expense, Aaron? Go look in the mirror. I just want to know when he's talking about when he thanked his inner circle. I was mm-hmm. just so curious as to like why there was no fashionista inside his inner circle. I mean, I guess Joe Rogan only wears black shirts <laughs> on Spotify, but I mean, you right. know, I'm just saying. Where and where was uh what's her name? The, uh, yeah, uh, Pretty Little Lies. I cut a million videos of them two together. Where, where was she there? I didn't see her in the first few rows. By the way, I, I was distracted. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so we'll go over all these NFL honors uh, who won and everything. I just I do want to point people to extrapoints.com/arcade. We have cash or splash, and I think over 500 people have joined up. Uh, 
Cash or Splash Challenge, $1,056 to the winner. We present you with 20 props. Whoever does the best gets $1,056. Whoever gets the worst um, has to drink Harry's Brothers bathwater. Now, I, I will say this. I want to thank everybody, Martin and, and Dave and, and the Megans and, uh, and Jen and, and, and <laughs> Jen and Eddie were very funny yesterday. I've gone back and forth to Hollywood. I was on Jimmy Kimmel Live a couple times this week. I did that thing last night, and I've been stuck in miserable traffic. The traffic's always bad, and then add Super Bowl assholes who rent cars and don't know what they're doing, and it was so much bad. And I'm pounding the steering wheel laughing at you guys analyze this stuff. How many, how, what it's worth to drink this bathwater we don't have to spend another 20 minutes on it, but I just want to thank you guys. It's just terrific hearing everybody break it down and uh, how this is going to pay off. I mean, I, I do think you've cost us some uh, contestants, Jack, and you like in your no way I would never do this. This is disgusting. I, feel I like, like man. Of, I like man of the people. Uh, Kevin Hench on minus three. So funny on Thursday saying like, I wouldn't do it for the money because one thing I don't need is money. Yeah, yeah well, I got money. <laughs> I, I don't need money. Don't need hepatitis. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> very relatable. But, um, <laughs> you know, I listen, God willing, maybe one year from now, when you go to NFL honors or maybe we could be there at the end, yeah. maybe forget about the, the Gatorade dump. On the yeah. winning, on the winning coach, maybe, like I say, Super Bowl Fifty Seven, oh, Scott bathwater. Harry's brothers bathwater gets dumped on the losing coach. You know what? Maybe he gets his own bowl. Who the hell? Who knows? Jimmy Kimmel got his own bowl. Maybe Scott Gagnon, <laughs> Onion Farmer, Upstate New York, gets his own bowl. And yes, that's how it would be celebrated. All right, so Eddie, but you were the big one. They, I think they, uh, you came around, or you went the other way. Uh, on this, and they they did convince you that this water travels in and out of uh, Scott's uh, nether regions, and so you might ask for more money. Yeah, like I, when I was talking about it with Jen, talking about it with uh, with with Megan Connolly, I was more confident in my abilities to just plug the nose and chug uh, a cold variety of uh, yeah. of Scott's bath water because I, I I convinced myself it's just dirt. Like I said a million times, we've all been kids, we all had dirt in our mouths. I played football; right. it happens. This is but, actively making my stuff. But <laughs> but then having Hench uh, after bragging about his uh, his income, saying that I'm going to c- contract diseases because it's yeah. in his orifices. Uh, and then Dave telling the story, which I've heard before about his uh, his mom being a nurse and seeing the cockroaches oh, underneath roaches. people that yeah, that that it kind of got my uh, my <laughs> stomach to turn a little bit. And then I'm thinking about like 500 bucks. I could spend 500 bucks in like five seconds. So it, it's not a, it's wow. not enough. So I, I may have to up it. I would still probably do it, but I'd have to I have to make sure, number one, Scott's clean of disease and two, mm-hmm. probably up it from 500. And then I think I could I, I could All chug right. it. You understand that his anus is a part of his of his grotesque form. Check. We want like, people no to sign up for that. this contest. I, I, I feel you're like right, you're, you're right. You're, I mean, right, you're, you're right. My, my you're wife right. is the same way. She's like, "This is disgusting. I don't get it. Only you like it." I said, "I'm trying to grow a business here, and you're right. you're, you're sabotaging it. I, I don't appreciate line it." Line mover, Damashek. I'm moving the line on that just <laughs> like I am on uh, a, a, on a safety somewhere in the Super Bowl. I don't know if you know right. that line's moved considerably by oh. a couple hundred plus points now. Really, uh, we're gonna yeah. get the. We'll get to some problems. Let's do, okay, let's, we have a lot to get to, right? So the NFL honors, uh, we're going to pick the game. We're going to pick a prop. We'll talk about Harden for Simmons. Uh, We'll have our pick of the day, and then then we'll get you. I like it. Oh, (laughs) not not that. No, that's different. Uh, All right, so Cooper Cup, uh, we present them Offensive Player of the Year. He gets out there. Um, 
That I, you know, they cut away. Uh, the, I thought the funniest part or what I tried to make the funniest part as Jimmy's, they don't even do envelopes anymore. They do this uh, tablet thing and he has to pretend to swipe up, even though the name is right there on the front. And uh, your winner is, and I say, I hope it's Cooper Cup after he goes through the nominations. He's won me a lot of money in fantasy. And the original idea was to, when Cooper Cup came out, stuff him, here's your share. And I gave him like 40 singles, you know, and stuffed it in whatever pocket I could find. I didn't even care if it ended up on the stage. I'm like, that could look clunky. Why don't I just give him a big hug? So that's what I did. He came out, he won. And I basically jumped in his arms and gave him like a, uh, a hug for like a three Mississippi count. But they're cutting to all the foxes in the crowd, including his wife. So we didn't get to see that. Um, long story short, Cooper Cup has a slip disc and is questionable. I was just going to say, what, yeah. if you'd, what if you'd really like broken one of his fingers or something? You yeah, could swing the Super Bowl. I thought about that afterwards. I'm always a little late, but the uh, <laughs> coming Any to my thought, senses. Is Jimmy now because he famously um, once was on stage when they announced Best Picture at the Oscars yeah. and got it wrong? Is that right. too taboo? Like, Hey, Kimmel, like, yeah, it's a funny bit to make a joke about, oh, uh, it's not Cooper Cup, it's blank. It's like, I can't have that stink on me. That's what I'm known for already. I have to avoid any jokes about announcing the wrong name. I don't think a- he would care for this one specific. He, By the way, he's a real mensch, as you know, and he's my cousin. It doesn't take a lot for me to say that, but he didn't want to. He didn't care to do this. He's like, well, this could be good for you, though. I'll mention extra points, and we got a shout-out. We don't get That's a lot right. of network nice. shout-outs. Um, I, I went back and looked. So he mentioned extra <laughs> points. So that was good. And I got to move, you know, do my foolish odds thing. And he got to tell monologue style jokes. Some of them Martin liked, some of them he didn't. But, uh, uh, but anyway, so Cooper Cup gets out there. By the way, if you think Cooper Cup is winning MVP, uh, bet thanks God first, because he is definitely thanking oh, God. Oh, yes. Which, yes. which God, I'm not sure. He might change his mind between now and Sunday, but... Definitely for sure, thanking God. So that's Cooper Cup. I want to go through these because we have a futures draft pool, Shaq, and it looks like you're winning, right? Um, mm-hmm. Babyface, jump in here with what's going on here. Shaq, now Shaq won big. His big one didn't even pay off last night. It was Titans to get the first seed. We went throughout the staff and we went serpentine and we drafted futures bets, right? All that would pay off, I think, by next week, right? Uh, so, Joel, what is it? Shaq's in first place. The parlay kid needs the Rams. What happened? Well, the, the big winner last night, Hench, uh, he won Jamar Chase, NFL uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and That's he also right. had Rodgers for MVP. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dave's built up a big lead, and it, I believe the only person that can pass him, uh, Parley Kid, he also picked up money last night on TJ Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. And if the Rams win the Super Bowl, it's enough uh, to pay out to pass. For the Hanson. Parley Kid. Yeah, for part of All right, so Shaq, whether you want to or not, you're rooting for the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I think well, Hench, no. Hench is drawing oh, dead, I think. I think Hench is drawing dead because he has a couple soccer uh, futures that are not going to pay out. But, yeah, so, well, either way, um, we'll get to your pick in a second. So Vrabel wins Coach of the Year. Here's what gets me crazy, Martin. It was like week 13. I put in a parlay, uh, Belichick for Coach of the Year, Mac Jones for Offensive Rookie of the Year, and Brady for MVP. They were all favorites. They were all like plus 230 favorites right in there. It paid mm-hmm. 21 to 1. 0 for 3. 0 for 3. <laughs> what the hell? Not even close. So Vrabel wins coach of the year. You have a problem with any of these? Rodgers, MVP, Burrow, comeback. But that was the upset. If there was an upset, it was Burrow. Go. Last time I saw these odds, 
Dak Prescott was favored to win comeback player of the year. Yeah, what, I think what, the Cowboys fans should thank Wink Martindale and Steve Spagnuolo for this because if he doesn't <laughs> throw for like a thousand yards in week what is it fifteen and sixteen of, mm-hmm. the, of, of the regular season, I don't know if he gets comeback player of the year in the same way. I thought Dak had it locked up, laced up. Right. I I wonder is it a regular season um, award though? I mean, of course it's Burrow right now. You think of that leg injury and everything else. Oh my God, look what he's done. And if you look at the big picture, but it seems like check some of these votes might have come in a little bit late. Well, I mean, you mentioned earlier it was a little fishy. Like, why is JJ Watt out there announcing TJ Watt? That would have yeah. been a bad look if they didn't know in advance. Like, oh, it's it's not my brother. It's Aaron Donald. Hey, con- <laughs> congratulations, AD. Right. You know, so that had a little bit of a stink on it. Then again, it's not the most important thing in the world. But um, I disagree. Well, I'm talking about I, I'm not from a gambling perspective, obviously. I think yeah. the big takeaway for me is that what, well, first of all, you're absolutely right. I wish it was a full season, mm-hmm. regular and postseason, and then they would announce it because they always come off as even if you get it and then your team flames out in the postseason then your fans are a little raw like oh he's the mvp of the regular season but he failed us again in the in the postseason when it counted that's how some packers fans are feeling today the other big takeaway is i again i say it all the time football season like life itself is short but it's also long and week 13 (laughs) everybody convinced themselves everybody convinced themselves Belichick has done it again, world. Look at that. He figured out football again, and Mac Jones is Tom Brady. I mean, they had given up like three points. And that was week 13. But they had like a month where they gave up like six points, the Patriots, right? I completely agree with you. No, I'm saying, but that's what we have to remember (laughs) next year when we're like, we have it all figured out because it's late November, and so this is what is obviously so. You know, I think basically stick with what you think was right in August, except no one had the Bengals well, in August. In now, there's I, no odds for this, but next year's MVP. I don't oh, know. I, 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 I just have to ask Dave, Sal, real Martin? quick. I got to yes. ask Dave, was it fun? Was what fun? You're asking was, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Was it a fun bet? Which one? Which one? Because I, I remember, <laughs> I'm old enough to remember, yeah, you know, it's a fun bet to bet on Jonathan Taylor to win the MVP. Uh, right? Hundred to one. Yeah. He's a hundred to one right now, and you, and we made a bet. I, I love that was one. Fun? Twenty-one was to fun. Losing the bet, watching <laughs> John Wick's stunt double walk up there with all that <laughs> hair and that brown oversized Salvation Army looking suit to go win his back-to-back MVP and lose you the bet. Was it fun? Did you enjoy yourself? Because that's all you yeah, said. Until, un, like until he got, until he got whatever, whatever week that was. That was alive until he. No, it wasn't. It, wasn't it was alive. never alive. It was never alive. It was dead as roadkill when you, the day you brought it up. And mm. he was sitting there at a thousand to one. And then I said, I'll give you two thousand to one. And Sal goaded it on. And I said, he'll. And look, and I. I if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Sal, you were there. So maybe you have a better idea. Did yeah. Jonathan Taylor get a single MVP vote? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you mean, oh, MVP now, right? Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure he didn't no. get yeah. a single MVP. By the way, I like that Mac Jones. Was it fun? Did you have fun? Yeah, it was fun. Mac Jones. Okay. <laughs> lo- yeah, that's why you. No, I, I would say the only, the only thing that's fun is probably fun. watching you squirm for a bit, for a minute. was could, could be the only fun part. It's a lot more fun when he doesn't have to pay you. When he actually has to hit send on the Venmo and, and put a cutesy message in the, what is it, in the memo, um, then it becomes a little less fun, I would say. I don't know. But check what what we. I, I I just think that uh, at at this rate, Marty Weiss's girlfriend's not going to like Marty very much for being mean. 
he's being mean on the podcast. So uh, I can't. And look, you know what though? I say while we're speaking on it, she hates Aaron Rodgers too. The immunized, oh, immunized wow. thing. And when he won MVP, she was like, "This is why I can't even get with the end." And she's like, "You told me it was going to happen." And I, who does I she hate more, too. Dave or Aaron Rodgers? Definitely Aaron Rodgers. But <laughs> really? I, I realized this. Like, she also hates LeBron in a, like a very. Uh, I work for, with Skip Bayless, and I also date like a female version <laughs> of Skip Bayless. It's terrifying because that's, it, that's they're Rodgers and LeBron. It's it's I've only seen it out of two people in such a, such dedication in such fashion. <laughs> that's a conversation that we'll have a lot of time for after the Super Bowl. But boy, oh boy, I there are a few people who've who've been LeBron historical stands more than Damashek and mm-hmm. he's officially in a weird spot now. He's this is this is a bad look. This whole season is a bad look for LeBron. That's we'll right. do, yeah, we can do nice it next moment. week, but we have a lot yeah, of time we'll to it, they yeah, nice. is cash sign Martin Weiss. That's how, that's the easiest way to send money to me directly. If you'd uh, like to do Zelle, I can do that as well. Uh I can do PayPal. I don't really do Venmo because you got to do the description. I don't like the description. I don't, maybe I don't need everybody doesn't need to know why Dave sending me twenty five. Well, let's see. Well, yeah, yeah, don't do it public. Get rid of the public part of it for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You uh, may end up owing me after we do after the future. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, this, uh, this futures draft thing. Up. It might might even out. Uh, the, which one did we cover? Oh, Micah Parsons. Good job by him. Defensive rookie of the year. That was easy. Easy. Oh, yeah. Come on. What, who else gets it? Um, and so that's it. So I don't know who the top three, just MVP. They, again, they don't have odds for it. What would you think? Mahomes, Allen. I guess it's Rodgers, depending on where he ends. Is it those three? If you had to pick three? Hmm. For MVP? I mean, uh, uh, Burrow. What If he wins this, who? Oh, Burrow. No, if no. Burrow, if the Bengals win yeah. the Super Bowl. On Sunday, this thing, I, I, I've seen some buzz out there from some smart fellas mm-hmm. talking about like Josh Allen is now officially the most talented quarterback in the history of people. And he's the gold standard among QBs. That will not be the buzz if the Bengals win the Super Bowl and Joe mm-hmm. Burrow leads them to that. That will be the conversation like how we'll quickly shift into. So how many are the Bengals going to win here now? Like, are they going to it will be the same Mahomes level conversation about. So Burrow is going to win what, like five now? Is he going to challenge? Brady for total Lombardi's and all that kind of stuff. That's where the conversation will swing, and he'll be the he'll be the favorite ahead of certainly Mahomes. Really? For next See, because here's the thing: I don't know, and that is maybe is a different conversation. If you look at like over under wins, couldn't you see the Bills over under being eleven and a half, the Chiefs over under being ten and a half, eleven, Cincinnati's being nine and a half, ten? I right? Do. I do. Don't I think you think? That, yeah. I, I would be. I would think that. Just blindly, I think the Ravens might be favored to win the division. Are the yeah, are the Bengals and the be. Ravens be tied at top the AFC North? They're uh, tied at, right now in terms of get to the Super Bowl odds. Yeah, if you look see, at that. Exactly. Super fun at right. the fan at, at fan, go to FanDuel. I, I it's never too early to start looking at who you like 57. for next season before this one's even wrapped up. But yeah, that, it's weird to me that they have the same level odds as Baltimore has, and they're both behind. The one that's most striking is. The uh, is the Niners. So clearly, the odds makers think something's going to go down with the Niners. They don't, right? Yeah. They're, they're they're like, are they weighing like maybe Tom Brady's going to wind up here, or something like that? Because they have that much confidence in Trey Lance. They have more know, confidence in Trey Lance in that conference than than they do in the. But I'm I'm with Marty Weiss. Now there's some there's some rumors going around that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson may not make a deal before this coming season. And that 
is very intriguing stuff, and I don't think it's insane if Baltimore takes that posture, but that this will mount to, oh, Lamar's going to win the MVP. This is his prove-it year where he earns the $40 million contract and everything mm-hmm. else. I do think Ronnie Stanley's going to come back and all that. I do think that Baltimore, offensively at minimum, is in line for a big year yeah, in so 2022. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think uh, I, and they probably would have won the division if Lamar didn't get hurt, right? I mean, I don't no. know probably. Well, come on. I mean, I how, how many? think so. No? But I think that we're looking they're at this close. the wrong way. <laughs> if you were close. 365 days ago yeah. today, you could have bet on the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, the Cincinnati Bengals, and I believe the New York Jets. All of them had the same odds to go to the Super That's Bowl. That's amazing. That's so I amazing. feel like we should be looking at which one of these teams is going to completely flip their record from you know four and thirteen to thirteen and four the next year. That's well, where I saw, our value I is. saw this stat, and yeah, you're right, Martin. Only like six teams in history have made it to made it to the Super Bowl with odds around or you know greater than 125 to one. Only two of them won. And it was the Rams, and it was the Patriots, the first uh, Brady Super Bowl year. And what's fascinating about that is both had backup quarterbacks in, right? Trent Green gets hurt. Kurt Warner comes in, uh, and Bledsoe for Brady, or Brady for Bledsoe. So, um, yeah, it's fascinating stuff. It's a lot. But Marty's talking me. about making some fun bets. That's what those are. Those are fun bets. Those to are go fun down, bets. Go to the bottom of mm-hmm. the barrel, and it's exactly right. I mean, nobody... Outside of a few diehard Bengals fans, probably threw as much as ten bucks um, right. on them to win the Super Bowl, and it is definitely fun to to pick through those bottom feeders. And definitely, the way it's tracking, the one thing will be: let's see where Rodgers and Russ land. But the NFC, the NFC is where it's at. That's where the value is. Correct? I mean, it's For the sure. Cowboys right now. Trey Lance's Niners as it stands, and and maybe the World Champion Rams. There's not a a ton of if Russ moves to the AFC and and Kyler Murray could move too. I mean, I think there's only 12 quarterbacks yeah, really right. set. I mean, last year you said this, Shaq, like this is the quarterback carousel is going to be like we've never seen it before. I think this year might be who knows. I mean, then then you like 70 percent of the guys end up staying where they are, but uh, it's going to be fun. A lot of talk uh, this off so sure. intriguing this off season with these big name guys. All right, let's take a quick say, break. Oh, go ahead, oh, Martin. Take I was just about to say, yeah. a fun ride was Mac Jones at plus uh, a plus a thousand for rookie of the year. The, Did you have I, that? Yeah, I got it, and then Cam Newton got cut, and then Trevor Lawrence stunk, and then Justin Fields was on the bench. And then Jamar Chase had like a thousand receiving yards in the last three weeks of the year. He really did because he was averaging like forty-eight <laughs> yards, like week uh, seven to twelve or something, right? Like it's like yeah. all right, he's kind of out of it. Mac Jones is still stepping away on a Patriots team that's overachieving. I really thought for sure that was going to be it, but it just but, Jamar Chase snatched it from him. And uh, and I just want to thank Urban Meyer because without him, I think I probably would have gone over on the uh, futures draft. But worst uh, that was worst, great. That was a worst great record. One. And shout out to the Lions and Ben Roethlisberger for tying. Really good odds for worst record on the Jacks, right? 13-1? Yeah, their win total was like six and a half. I was like, yeah. this is the worst team in football. Yep. Great failure. All right, quick break. Then we're going to break down the Super Bowl uh, once and for all. All right, we're back. Rams minus four, 48 and a half. It stayed steady for the last four days on Fandle. Not Neither the uh, total or the side has changed. I am going to pick, I, I think we know who we're picking uh, by now, multiple podcasts, multiple tweets. 
My official pick is the Rams to win 24-23. I know it's boring to start with the quarterbacks, but let's start with the quarterback. And I think Burrow is a special player who could overcome any kind of adversity, whether it's 51 sacks in the regular season or nine sacks in a particular game on the road. Uh, or what going to Arrowhead down 21-3 or whatever it was, or losing, they were losing a few weeks ago uh, before to the Chiefs by two touchdowns, came back. This guy's a real deal. I feel like I don't want to be on the outside looking in. If Joe Burrow, I did this with Brady. I didn't believe in Brady for the first like three Super Bowls or something. And I was like, I'm getting my teeth kicked in, betting against him every time. And then I jump on board when they play the Giants. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Now I can't zigzag. Now the zig is zagged and I can't catch up. I don't want to be that that to be the case with uh, Joe Burrow. I think their defense is very underrated. This Bengals team: fourteen interceptions in the regular season, six in the playoffs. They could give Stafford some trouble. They're going to lean on the run early. Mixon has a big game. McPherson has a big game, including the game winner, twenty-four, twenty-three. Sheck, you don't like this? No, I think we line up uh, pretty closely in, in in some regards, at least. I. I I don't think the the comps that you're hearing about like Joe Burrow and I, I you know, I've kind of um, always pointed at what you want is the franchise QB on his rookie deal. But this isn't Russell Wilson with the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl, you know, a, 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 an important player, but not dragging the rest of the team the way Burrow feels mm-hmm. like he has. Same thing, Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh, not a passenger per se, but. The influence Burrow has on this Bengals team is greater than either of those 21st century examples. I, I I'm I'm with you. I guess what in the middle, basically. I'm on the Rams money line. That's that's my pick. I, I'm mm. so if I have to, I'll say Bengals plus four. But I, I think it's a tight one. I don't see. We keep talking about, or I keep talking about, poop the bed potential of the QBs involved in this postseason. I don't think this game has a poop the bed potential. I don't mm-hmm. see how either team. Uh, one team might get ahead a couple of scores, but I don't think that this one lands with like a 17-point win in either direction. I think this is going to be a real good game, and I think it's very tight, and I will go 27-24 Rams. 27-24 Rams. Popular score. All right. (laughs) Martin? No? No. No. This Cincinnati Bengals team has been disrespected since week six. Ever since. No, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking them outright. I think they went 27 mm. to 24. And I think that they come out. I think it'll be a low scoring game in the first half. Uh, I think it'll probably like in the first quarter. I could see a first quarter final score if you're doing squares. Being wow. Three nothing Bengals. Right. I, mm-hmm. I see that happening. I see it being tight. But I think that Evan McPherson uh, is probably going to go over. I know we're not in the prop section yet, but I think I think I saw it at six and a half points. I think it'll go over because I have two field goals and two extra points. And be not he won't be the MVP, but you'll look back and be like, wow, he made two big kicks. And if he didn't hit those, the Rams would have would uh would have won this game. Yeah, his over his over under for field goals is one and a half, and it's like uh minus one twenty-five or something. And and over under field goals attempt is one and a half. Not that he should miss, but and that's like minus one fifty-eight. I like like both of those. Uh, so wait, what, what's your, wait, what's your final, Martin? What'd you say? Uh, I said, I think I, what I said, 27 to 24. That's what Shaq said. But you got the different team. Yeah, well, I don't have the Rams on the money line. Yeah, but who's who's copping who here? I don't like well, that. I mean, I, there are know, other Dave scores actually, you guys could pick. 
Dave is actually copying, um, I don't know if you know this, but Dave yeah. is copying Drake. Oh, really? Rapper. Yes, Drake. Moneyline? Just like you. I don't know how to make you feel, Dave. But $475,000 on the Rams on the money line. Uh, what Fellow frontrunner. Fellow frontrunner, Drake. I'm just uh, saying. Well, Why you know, is he doing this? I well, like, first of all, I like Evan McPherson. Hench and Spaghetti both pointed it at that one. First score of the game yeah. makes a lot of sense. It doesn't, it does, it, it does hit my ear as accurate that you'll settle if you're the Bengals for a field goal early. You're not going to press the action there that you'll, that, that you might be inclined. Like, let's get mm. some early points here. He has great range to, to boot it through. So I, I, I think that's a fun play. I just, I, you know, well, I, let, I, me, I, let me jump in there real quick. Cause Fandle has uh Bengals field goal first score plus three fifty, mm-hmm. but they also have McPherson first points plus four forty. So I don't know if they're planning on switching out <laughs> kickers. It's I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't like to one. point out discrepancies, but if you're going to bet that, probably take the bigger number, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think great he gets call. The job. I think he gets the job. But to uh, me, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, you know, for all the narratives, and I don't know if I I I think I scratched them all out here pretty mm. good um, for this week, just so in case anybody missed it, the Cliff's Notes version of uh the super bowl week is joe burrow is cool mm. Les Snead went all in on right now zach taylor and sean mcveigh know each other andrew whitworth has played for both teams the bengals aren't satisfied with just getting to the super bowl mm-hmm. and retired players from the two teams think their old team uh will win the game so narratives you forgot now one. you forgot the whole ovo this is a this is an ovo super bowl odell is a part of the drake family Drake oh. is in the family. The, the Drake, the Drake curse is alive and in action today. What is Drake doing? He's going to be. We have a homeless problem already in L.A. He I, he doesn't. He can't squander all his money. We need we need Drake to uh, still sit courtside. I mean, I have a feeling that Drake's spending one point two million dollars in Bitcoin. I'll, he'll be able to figure it out after. But oh yeah, I mean, he where he goes warms up at University of Kentucky. They lose everywhere mm-hmm. every time. Only the only team that Drake has ever supported and won was the Raptors. And that was it. And they right. had Kawhi, who wasn't even really his friend. He should have stopped there. And Kyle Lyra was his friends. Odell, Drake went to Odell's hotel, uh, hospital room after he broke his leg or whatever. Was it broke his leg, hurt his knee, whatever? But yeah. they're like that. They're like that. I believe that. Uh, I don't know what to think. I think Drake has Odell face tattooed on him. Really? I, wow. I think so. So I just. He's going to get that removed when the Bengals. Well. Just one narrative there. I want to make it clear, too, that Joe Burrow is not my real friend or fake friend either way, <laughs> and neither is Matthew Stafford. Let's but, check your body for tattoos. It's the only way. To well, think. no, it's not. It's not. It's not from my side. I'm sure, uh, you know, I would enjoy their company. I have a, right. a hunch that Joe Burrow would be like, no, nerd, you don't get to hang out with me. <laughs> but that's my guess that he wouldn't uh, think I'm real cool. But um, as the rest of the world uh, feels. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the bottom line is. Just I don't know how they're going to deal with this, but no one believes in either team outside their respective locker rooms. It probably will come down who wants it more. And the thing that's Mm. scary about it is for both sides, (laughs) it is a must win game. Um, I think that the specific thing of Zach Taylor and maybe I'm fixating a little bit too much and you can ask players and coaches about this, about like, does it really matter if there was a guy who used to be on that team and now is on the other team? How much? And different guys will give you a different answer. Some of the, ah, it doesn't mean anything. It's such different personnel by now and everything else. Other guys like, Oh, no. if from a coaching level, 
Surely Sean McVay knows what Zach Taylor's going to do to try and slow down the Rams' pass rush, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? Doesn't that check out? That is like Zach. Well, boy, we really have a mismatch um, with our offensive line against Aaron Donald and company. And McVay knows what Taylor's how he's going to respond to address that, right? And I, I just keep going back to the divisional round game in Nashville when Jeffrey Simmons and company just devastated the Bengals. Yeah. And uh, the difference here, it, the two differences, the Rams have a superior offense to the Titans, one, and two, Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd will be able to get Joe Burrow down to the ground. That's the difference. If he he starts doing his serpentine stuff and eluding the snack and ext- the... I and, guess and tries, a lot of it I comes I think they'll be able to luck, get him to really, the ground. Probably, but I mean, some of those were really lucky both ways that borrow his capability or, or when he goes down in general i i uh, there is something you brought up though i'm gonna throw some numbers at you rams with 10 or more days to prepare last seven games two and five and two and five against the spread martin you like mm. shit like this um mm-hmm. burrow is an underdog three to eight points in his career 11 and one against the spread hey, he wasn't an underdog much at lsu but i just he covered those spreads and like oh, yeah. he, he just covered spread he just he just wins big games Wins yeah. big games. And I'm trying to think. There was one more. I can't. Uh, NFC, team, NFC teams to be favored in Super Bowl last last what? 10 years. Is that it? There's only been two NFC teams favored in the Super Bowl. They both lost. 49ers over Ravens and Panthers over Broncos. And now well, the Rams. I mean, this is the third. I buy it with the, with the Brady influx of the last 20 years. Yeah, I, I guess I buy so. that. But I guess, uh, so. I, guess but, I misspoke um, real quick. It? I think I, I have. I should. A- I should uh, what happened, babyface? I said the Rams are going to win. I, I, I mean the Bengals, of course, will win 24-23. Oh, you are taking the Bengals. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I screwed up. Yeah, yeah I mean, when, when I say McPherson's going to kick a field goal at the end, it's not going to be 24-20, and he makes it 24-23. <laughs> no, they're going to win the game. Sorry I misspoke. Uh, Bengals 24-23. Go ahead, yeah, you, you said Rams, but all your analysis pointed towards the Bengals, <laughs> so I figured that <laughs> that was just, you've been talking about this game for two yeah, weeks I, straight. I, I'm losing slipped. my goddamn mind. Yeah. I saw, I believe I saw a stat that said of favorites of, I mean, underdogs of five points or less are seven and two straight up in Super Bowls of the last that sounds right. However, many well, last nine, I guess. But my favorite prop of the of the day mm-hmm. is the uh, since two thousand last was twenty one Super Bowl last twenty Super Bowls. This is fifteen five and one, but second half to outscore the first half. Really, I think, it, I think it trends right because you have the first half, everybody has all the jitters, and then yeah. Um, yeah, we've had some clunker first halves in, in recent memory, right? Fifteen five and one. Since right. 2000. So second half outscoring first half. I'll, I'll throw you a couple others. So you guys, you guys like the over barely. And I like the under barely, but Rams at SoFi stadium under is 14 and four last 10 Super Bowls in hmm. California though. Over is nine and one. That's a hairy stat. Do what, do, sure, what, huh? do what you will with that. With those. <laughs> I'll do nothing California with that one. Super Bowls. <laughs> the, the one thing to look at is in the postseason, these defenses have been solid. 18 points a game for the Rams, 19.7 uh, allowed for the Bengals. So Al uh, Michaels in the booth. Yeah. California championship round thing. Chance of an earthquake. That would be interesting. Yeah. Like, like when the Giants and the, uh, and the Athletics toiled. Um, he told a great story, by the way, real quick uh, on Al Michaels that it was isn't necessarily appreciated on the Howard Stern show. But, he, you know, he grew up here in L.A. and he said his his mother had a gambling problem and would take him out of school, would write a note and then pick mm-hmm. him up from school and bring him to the track at Hollywood Park. 
And he like was, um, he was kind of like getting melancholy talking about like, this is probably my last Super Bowl called in LA. Certainly in the, in the spot, in the very spot, my mother used to take me however many years ago, <laughs> 60 years ago. So again, on, uh, on Stern, it's not a big guy. Well, I'll tell you what. Englewood was different. You got Jerry yeah. Jones last night saying he grew up right. about half a mile from SoFi Stadium. I live yeah. about half a mile from SoFi Stadium. And let me tell you something. Jerry Jones ain't my neighbor. You are going to own the Cowboys one day, Martin. <laughs> hey, we have a special guest here. And uh, I want to bring him on. Uh, can we bring him in the, in the room? Let's bring in our guest last weekend. He had an idea to replace the Pro Bowl that took over Twitter and had everyone ready to take this to Roger Goodell, New York Giants beat writer and member of Pro Football Writers of America. Doug Rush is here. What's happening, Doug? Thanks for having me. How are we doing? Of course, we're doing great. We're happy to have you. Doug, this idea you had last week on Twitter it really took off. Like you... I was watching the Pro Bowl, and we said, we, we need something new. This is terrible. And then I'm on Twitter, and you proposed. Tell us what you proposed to replace it. So the idea, and apparently it's not apparently it's not an original idea. I know Dave, uh, what? a lot of the people said Dave had the idea first, and which is fine. Uh, I'm not trying to take credit for it, and I just said that. Instead of the Pro Bowl, we take the teams with the two worst records, and that being the Jaguars and the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let them play in a game. If you want to call it Week 19, you want to replace it as the Pro Bowl weekend, whatever. And the winner of that game gets the number one pick, and the loser gets number two. And I think this I think is a great idea. And I, I actually I don't do remember too. Dave um, saying this at all. But <laughs> what the, what's great is you put the logos. But basically, what you did is you put the, the difference was you put the Jaguars and the Lions logos on there. I think I like how many likes did you get for that tweet? I think it was 5,000. I mean, my phone didn't <laughs> stop for two days. I, I mean, I'm literally sitting on my couch at home with my kids, and yeah. my son is literally like, Dad, why aren't they tackling each other? It's a football game. And I'm just like, I, oh, I, I'm, you're you're right, Carson. And it just I just like I'd rather watch the Lions and the Jaguars play a game. And that's where I came up with it. And I did not think it would go that viral. And I was wrong. I love it. Martin, you like this idea? Oh, not only do I love this idea, I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I also love the fact that I've heard Dave say this for no less than the last four years. But my <laughs> man, Doug, tweets it. And now, yeah. because he tweeted it and it goes out there. And Doug, I'm not saying you did this intentionally. This is just the no. way the world works. Because Dave <laughs> Damashek, that that is what irking him the most out of everything. It's not nothing to do with Doug, but the fact that he's been saying this forever. And I retweeted it. I alerted Doug, uh, Dave to it. All right, check. What are you, now you're going to, I mean, this poor guy has an idea. You're going to say it's yours now? <laughs> well, for the record, just to, just to, because many people have have had this idea over the last fifteen years. I, as far as I know, I am the first person to have this uh, this foolish idea, and there is recorded. <laughs> There is That's there is a record Doug of it. He was the first person to. <laughs> Doug, you I brought it, it up. Yours, right? Well, but Doug, Doug I wasn't trying Doug. to say credit for it. Sure. I mean, well, people, well, well, well. Let me just say, I did ask. I did on my page two podcast back in uh, maybe 07 ish. Peter King was on, and I floated it to him, and I remember that he provided the legitimate um, skepticism of like, why would teams try in this game? And Mm. of course the answer is you would pay them just like you would to be in the pro bowl. And then the question, the next question is why would, why would the quarterback 
the incumbent QB play well if he knows that if they win the game, they're going to draft his replacement. My answer to that is the same strategy as a, a coach must figure out if he's a run first team playing against a, a, de- a defense that stuffs the run best. So, but anyway. I think that's tough. I think that's the sticking point. I really do. I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think you could dismiss it and say, "Well, it's a coach's problem to figure out." It's a, if you're doing it to replace the Pro Bowl, it's got to look good, and you can't have uh, a, a bla- blight. Well, who that? Well, who's the Lions backup? You can't have Jared right. saying, "Screw that." Oh, see, no more David Blau. Blau. Yeah, Blau. that's it. Yeah. See, I can't. I mean, it, but you know. but when I mean, but the answer to that is that. The guy, the, like they're they're personally incented, professionally incented, to not throw a game. They, I'm mean, like, yep, I didn't want to, I didn't want to um, give uh, the runway to my replacement to some high end uh, five star guy. Well, let's this Drafted is Doug's me. idea. Let him, let him. Defend You're right. It. Yeah, no. <laughs> go ahead. But wait, no, I want to say this yeah. about because right. uh, I, yeah. I don't want to get after Doug. I I can tell by looking at his social media that he has nice kids and he has nice relationships. I like with his Carson kids. the best out of his. So kids. I don't like to get. I don't like to get after him. Mm-hmm. But where it crossed the line for me is when the other the, there's TPS or something like that, some million ha- million follower handle was like, hey, this was our idea. And then somebody tweets at Doug like, you're not going to give Doug Rush any credit for this. And then he retweets <laughs> that. It's like, you know, it's not your idea. You know, it's my idea. You've been following me for 10 years. You've heard me talk about this with Dan Hanzoos and everybody else. You know, it's my idea. Don't they? Well, retweet. Like, I need my credit for the idea that I know isn't mine to begin with. This is crazy. So petty to be talking it was, about. It was mine for five seconds. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from you, yeah. Dave. Like I said, I've been following. Like I've known you for a long time. I know who you are. You're well respected. I think no, 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 no. Well respected. I mean, I, I mean, I, I have two, de- I have two degrees in college for journalism. I know who you are. I've there you go. Fact. How many you, degrees do you have, Shaq? He's. It I doesn't mean, matter. He's. He's no. Dave Dink. I'm. I promise I'm, my mom, I'm, I'm going to get my degree. I'm not trying to compete with you. I mean, and in fairness, if they ever come up with this and this becomes a thing, call the Dave Damshack poll. I think that'd be great since, I mean, you're the one who's been posing this the most for so many years. I'm not trying to steal any ideas. It was just something I came up with on a Sunday during a really crappy football game. I think Pfizer's going to steal this from both of you guys, and that's going to suck, to be honest. <laughs> hey, yeah. whatever. The Damashek Rush Bowl, the Rush Damashek Bowl. Well, we'll switch it off every year. Who cares? And then this PFS, I don't, I don't whoever care. it is. Yeah, uh, this, this is just like, you know, the crossover existed well before, you know, that did, almost at the start of basketball, they, they were crossing the ball over. Iverson right. just perfected it. We've heard this idea before. Doug just perfected it. That's, That's all. right. He put the. the hell, how did he perfect it? It's the he same. That's the nice- same. There's no difference in it, in it at all. He didn't change no, it in any way. To come up with a, a compensation. I think that's the biggest thing. The compensation thing to get the players that we would, would want to actually participate this. Plus, I mean, the players' association and everything else. There's no perfect because it hasn't it hasn't been put in place yet. If the league actually makes this a thing and puts it, <laughs> then it's been perfected and it's actually being replaced. Uh, right. For the Pro Bowl, until then, it's just an idea. I mean, we're all throwing out stuff to replace a game, a two-hand touch game that used to be mean something, but now it really isn't. We're just throwing out ideas. It doesn't right, mean let me, that let the NFL is like, yeah. No, it, it, here's the thing. Uh, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. 
It's it's like if both of you would say, <laughs> wait, wait, that. I suggested put pepperoni and mozzarella in gelato. Like, no, 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 that was my idea. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. So everybody just relax. They're not going to have it because of the quarterback because Goff's saying, screw you. I'm not going to uh, fight for my replacement to, to jump in here um, in April. But uh, I do want to know, Doug, what is your fruit of the year? Fruit of the year? Yeah, your favorite fruit. Um, I like apples. Apples? Yeah. Okay, what kind oh, of apples? Oh, okay. Um, I like just basic basic red apples. Those are my go-to. Envy apple? Is that is that what a? No, yeah, I like I like yeah. red. Red's kind of, and then I mean whatever. I mean my girlfriend's going to go shopping, so I mean whatever's in the house. Right. But I mean the envy apple. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to your bread. Forget about fruit. Bread and butter is now on the uh, on the agenda. <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti, our producer, is a huge Giants fan. Give us some Giants inside info. Maybe something you, you don't like that you're seeing. Maybe something that you do like. Um, it, it's very weird with Joe Judge. I've not seen a trajectory like Joe Judge's. Like, this guy, like, they loved playing for, and then almost immediately it switched on a dime and, like, this guy's got to go. He doesn't know what I he's th- doing. I think what did it in, I mean, the 11-minute rant, after the Chicago loss and then running a quarterback sneak the last in week 18 against the Redskins and showing that you're giving up in the middle of the game Mm -hmm. really lost uh, the fan base. And I think lost uh, the trust that John Mayer had in Joe judge. And to the point where there was no coming back. And I I think he had to think about it because on black Monday, you saw a lot of the coaches get fired. Joe judge didn't get fired until Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I think John Mayer and Steve Tisch really had to think about this. And then that's where on Thursday, Joe Judge got fired. And now you have Brian Dable coming in from Buffalo and you see a brand new coaching staff and a new GM and Joe Shane from Buffalo. You're seeing a new brain trust and a new regime. So I think it's a lot of the, a new uh, style of, of coaching and the new way of, of doing things in football and the kind of the, the giant way, which kind of just faded when Tom Coffin left, uh, has kind of gone out and a new way of doing things in, um, in East Rutherford for the Giants. And I think the mm-hmm. fan base has a lot to be excited for. Do you, do you have any insight? Or do you think they'll trade Saquon? What, do you have any draft insight? What they should do? What they will do? Well, let me well, ask Let me ask this. First of all, Joe ahead. Judge definitely is one of the coaches of the loser bowl. I, I don't care. That's yeah. non-negotiable. The, but the uh, why wouldn't the Giants – the first order of business with the new regime, Danny Dimes ain't their guy. He's the last regime's guy. Why don't, what would prevent them from blowing in a call to Seattle and saying, we'll send Danny Dimes over at minimum. He's your bridge. You send us Russ back and we'll send you a first round pick along with that. What, 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 who says no to that? I mean, the giants need every draft pick possible. And Russ is going to look at the Giants offensive line and be like, well, I want out of Seattle because they couldn't protect me. Why am I going to go to East Rutherford when we're looking at the same thing? But I mean, Russ, I mean, I know Russ's wife wants him to be in New York. She's in New York all the time. She could just be like, look, you need to go to New York, figure it out. You're a professional. And I mean, Joe Shane could decide to cut a lot of players. I mean, they're talking about Blake Martinez, James Bradbury, cutting $40 million to try and bring in, you know, new talent. Maybe you get, you know, free agents, um, offensive linemen. You could always still draft offensive linemen. It's very well possible. They could decide to turn around, you know, two days before the draft and decide to trade Daniel Jones to Seattle for Russell Wilson. But uh, I mean, from everything that the, you know, Joe Shane and, and Brian Dable is saying that they're going to work with uh, 
Daniel Jones. But so that's why until it's done, Daniel Jones for now is still the starting quarterback for the Giants. I'm just actually reading a report from Ian Rappaport. He said Joe Judge says he was paid to lose those games. I mean, who knows who to believe anymore? But <laughs> that, that's very strange. Spaghetti, you have any questions for Doug? The big one I had was, uh, well, Dave kind of uh, addressed that. But with five and seven, do you think they're going to package five and seven to to uh, move back and get more picks and fill out the roster? Or do you think they're going to stand pat with five and seven and probably take uh, O-line, D-line? I mean, you're, you could talk about a couple different teams. I mean, Carolina could always use a quarterback. The Broncos, you could always use a quarterback. Steelers. So it's possible that teams could look to go from, let's say, the Steelers are at 20. They maybe they want Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. So maybe they want to go from 20 to five or maybe Denver feels like they can't get Aaron Rodgers to go there. So maybe they feel the pressure to go from nine to five or even the Panthers who are number number six. Maybe they want to jump up because they fear that maybe a team either wants to beat them to the punch or just because they feel like they saw something in the pro days or the combine and they fell in love with a quarterback and they want to move up and Maybe the Giants don't feel like they need to take a quarterback. They can move back because they still have seven and they can, you know, recoup some picks and, you know, try to uh, capitalize on draft capital. And meanwhile, a team decides to take their quarterback of the future and the Giants can address needs like the offensive line, pass rush, maybe a receiver, a corner, whatever they feel like they need and uh, take advantage of somebody else's needs. Very excited already for the for the draft. Oh, Fred, I am Harry's too. getting married that weekend. That sucks. But yeah, this is good. It's good. All of this is in play. It's amazing. Let me I, tell you this. Here's the here's one story of intrigue to follow this offseason, and it's going to all wrap up in the next two, three months. The NFC East, if you're not the Cowboys, now Burt Breer is out there talking about Eagles for Russell Wilson, that that's where he's going to go. There's smoke about... Uh, our nation's capital, him putting on that hideous new uniform there. The Giants supposedly is where Sierra wants to go. All this is going to amount. Maybe it's all being driven by agents at this point, pushing these agendas that everybody picks up on. They're going to start negotiating or bidding against each other within that division. If you're not the Cowboys, those three teams are because you don't want Russ Landon in D.C. if you're a Giants fan or an Eagles fan and vice versa. So watch this. This is going to be a, a, a fascinating story for the next couple. I months. love that you guys are best friends. You you despised Doug Rush an hour ago. Now you got look at look at you. You're oh, hey, what am I? I'm a little, look at me. Am I a, am I a handsome devil? Well, yeah, I kind of am. But yeah, but that's, nobody nobody gives a good goddamn about that. All I am is my ideas. Of course, I protect my ideas. <laughs> right. I like when people get a, what are you so upset about? This? So what? It was a dumb idea. Like. That's all I have is that. I didn't play in the game or anything. All I have are my, my only value. Martin, People take that away. What, what then? I, shocking. I don't, want to talk, I don't want to cry about my ideas for 40 seconds. I just want to ask Doug a football question. Go ahead. Punch up other people's jokes. <laughs> do you Come think on, that uh, the line, I mean, do you think that the Giants will re-sign Jabril Peppers? Because I know that he's kind of like supposed to be on the way out of the door, but he seems like he would fit. With if if he's gonna if Martindale's gonna play the same type of defense he played in Baltimore, seems like Peppers would be a fit in New York. It would. I mean, the, if the Giants had cap space, Jabril Peppers makes a ton of sense. You could put him, you know, right next to Xavier McKinney and Logan Ryan and work free safeties, and then you don't have to really look at Kyle Hamilton. The only problem though is Dave Gettleman spent so much of the Giants' um, cap, and to the point where. By the time week uh, 18 happened, they couldn't even field 53 players because they literally had like $10,000 left in cap space. And right now the Giants literally have 
no cap space and have to figure out, um, I mean, at least 10 million to sign the rookies. So right. the fact that is um, Jabril Popper's coming back, my gut says no, but there, I mean, he, he's also coming off a season ending injury. Right. So if he wants to come back for less money, I'm not against it. If he wants to come back on a one year, prove it. I mean, that's great. He fits the Giants system. He fits Don Martindale's system. He was a leader and up until the injury. He was a phenomenal player for the Giants for when he was, you know, dressed in uniform, made a lot of key plays. So I would say unless he gets, um, you know, a, a, he wants to take a cheap discount deal, probably not. But if, you want, if he's open to coming back for less money, uh, nobody's going to say no to it, especially for the Giants family. Damashek so. said the same thing. At- Okay. No. All right. <laughs> how does that? Ha- how does a team get so far cap strapped that you can't even field a fifty-three? Like that just seems to be malpractice in a way it, that. That's the problem that a lot of Giant fans and just a lot of you know us mm-hmm. in the media had with Dave Gettleman is he spent in all the wrong places, you know, just, you know, spent in all different directions, and you know, to the point where when you know two key linemen get hurt in week one, he doesn't have you know, competent depth to replace those. And then you see the season the Giants had where, you know, Daniel Jones has one second to make a play before he's getting obliterated. I mean, you had Nate Solder coming back off of cancer and, you know, opting out of 2020 and he looked two steps slow. Will Hernandez regressed. I mean, it was just, it was an utter crap show that the Giants put on their offensive line to the point where it was a running joke every week. And yet, you spend $72 million on a wide receiver, but you don't bring back Kevin Zietler, who would have been fine on that offensive line. And, just, and then you bring in Adderley Jackson. He was okay, but you still have you know him and James Bradbury. I mean, that's, that's $28 million you wrap up in your secondary. You barely have a pass rush. It just There were so many needs the Giants had, and they spent money, but I just feel like they spent in the wrong places. And the 4-13 and record is a result of it. All right. Well, Doug, thank you so much. I mean, Eddie Spaghetti, but please put your pants back on Spaghetti. He loves all this Giants talk. It's ridiculous. Um, and thank you really for your ingenuity and originality yeah. and, and and going out there and really staking your idea and putting it out there. I appreciate that. It, it takes it takes real balls to go out there and do something you're, like you're that. You're a good though. sport and a, and a better ideas man, I would say. <laughs> Doug Rush, that's how I will remember you. Uh, you want to plug anything, Doug? Uh, just, you know, the... Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm at the Doug Rush on Twitter. Uh, you can see me at um, Giants Wire. Uh, just look forward to you know interacting with all you guys, and uh, hopefully for the Giants fan base, uh, hopefully a better uh, better season than four and thirteen and the nineteen forty six that you under Dave Gettleman. There you go, Shaq. You want to apologize one more time, or uh, we just let Doug go. I just hope that you're a Rangers fan, Doug, because this springtime, this springtime, you're getting yours from the black and gold. <laughs> I'm hockey. I I enjoy hockey, but I'm I don't really have a team, so I just I enjoy hockey, but I'm I'm neutral when it comes to teams. Well, there now you you're a Rangers guy. As long as the Penguins <laughs> beat them, as long Sorry. as the Penguins beat them in spring, then the Rangers. Are <laughs> All right, Doug Rush. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Take care. All right. Take care, man. There you go. Sorry, Sheck. We ambushed you. There, that was that was, was very rude. That man. was very rude. Oh, Colluding so? with Doug Rush. Yeah, that was uh, that, that was that, that was, was our hurtful. big Super Bowl idea. <laughs> 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 We're on the map now. 
<laughs> Should we get Aaron Rodgers? There Should we go. go after Brady? And like, yeah. Let's get Doug Rush. Uh, Rush is available. No, he's a, a nice guy. That was uh, very that nice. Was fun. Very nice. Uh, let, okay, so I think where, where the hell are we before? Oh, we, we were going to make uh, props. Did we do that? No. So I'm taking the Bengals 24-23. Shaq is taking the Rams 27-24. And Martin is taking the Bengals 27-24. You guys are slightly over. I'm slightly under. Hey, I like this for favorite prop. I asked for a favorite prop. The parlay kid picked this up. I like mixing for first touchdown plus 650, but FanDuel has this, uh, what is this called? Like a trio special or something? You could get three players to score the first touchdown. Now, only one of them is actually hmm. going to do it. But my fear was, oh, shit, I'm going to take Mixon and freaking Cup is going to score first. And it's like, oh, yeah, obviously. What the hell are we doing here? Cup, Mixon, and Higgins, Martin, two to one odds. You get twice your money for uh, any one of those three hitting pay dirt first. It's not bad, right? Yeah, just the one that scares me is that Jamar Chase's name isn't in there. Oh, well, there are. If you want to check it out, there are some with Chase. I think there's one with Cup, Chase, and... Jefferson or something. I, I don't just, know. We could I just go there. back There's to when Cincinnati had was game on the lines uh, against Kansas City to drive in. They throw the fade to Jamar Chase on first down. It doesn't work. They went right back to it. <laughs> and I feel like on third down, Joe would went right back to it again. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. They don't right, care. That's, that's, so that's fun. Just, you just stepped yeah. all over it there. Uh, so right. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to see you like Dave. You know, <laughs> owing, owing people money at the end of the at the end of the game. I see. I see. Well, you then just you just don't pay, right? Isn't that how you avoid? Yeah. All right, uh, Martin, what's your prop? I think you said it, actually, did you? Yeah, I did. I, uh, second yeah. half to outscore the first That's right. half. That's since 2015, 5-1. Uh, mm. Also, like, mixing anytime touchdown and OBJ anytime touchdown and Burrow over rushing yards. Oh, you're doing it all. Yeah. The over rushing yards, we talked about this with the quarterback. Double-edged sword, right? Because... Yeah, one run, one run could take it, right? One elusive thing, he just, just gets up down yeah. the field. He slides a 12-yard run, bing, you win. But the counter is the big kneel downs at the end. If you're on the winning end, I mean, we saw Mahomes take three kneel downs. I think they equaled minus 24 yards two Super Bowls ago when he was well over his run total and then ended up well under it as a result. So you got to be careful with uh, both of those. Shaq, what's your prop? Well, I, I've uh, been riding this one for near two weeks now, the, the almost completed fortnight. I'm going to stay where I started here. Let's root. Let's all gather around and root to see the most exotic signal in all of officiating <laughs> the safety and octogenarian on the biggest stage of all SoFi Stadium. Unfortunately, it opened up at uh, plus 960. It's dropped all the way down to plus 730. Wow. Still, Great fun, though, to, to make that bet. Get in on that one. And the other fun one is in the age of the QB league and, you know, deep throws and everything else, Jamar Chase and Odell Beckham stand out. Here's a fun one. You can bet longest reception of the game, and the names I just floated to are obviously up higher there, but even Odell is at plus 540 mm -hmm. for the longest catch of the game. That seems like a fun one to make. Go the extra mile, though. Tyler Boyd. Plus eleven twenty, that's a that's that's a pretty good payout for a guy who you assume as I think like all of us that Jalen Ramsey catches mm -hmm. Jamar Chase for the entire game. So then this leads you to well then this is going to lead to targets 
for other Bengals, and they don't cover the middle of the field well. That's the the kryptonite this season for the Rams defense is the middle of the field and short throws, quick throws. Right. You know Joe Burrow is going to make a lot of those. Tyler Boyd is a playmaker, obviously. I love that bet. Plus uh, 1,120. Do it. Nice. I do think those second second tier, they're both very good. Higgins and Boyd, uh, ver, uh, instead of Jamar Chase, are going to uh, shine in this game. All right, so those are our props. Those are our this, picks. This Go is ahead. the only thing that Dave Damashek and Drake have in common. They're both all over Odell Beckham. This, uh, I mean, <laughs> no, he's got Beckham on over-receiving yards for 300, or about 400,000. He's got Beckham anytime for about 400,000. Drake does. So I'm just, right. you know, I just, maybe you, maybe no, you'll I'm find you have boy. more in common with the Canadian uh, crooner. I'm on Boyd. You're on Boyd. He's yeah. on Boyd. All right. The NFL season, FanDuel's on Boyd. Yeah. Super Bowl 56. To celebrate FanDuel Sportsbook, hooking all customers up with a risk-free same-game parlay. New and existing customers can place any same-game parlay of three legs or more on the Super Bowl. And if you don't win, FanDuel will refund you. Same-game parlays combine multiple bets, like the ones we mentioned, from the same game into one wager. For bigger payouts, build your parlay your way with spreads, money lines, totals, Super Bowl props, and more. Easy to use, easy to place your bet, fast payouts in as little as two hours. The legitimate official sports betting partner of the NFL. And if you already have an account, just place your risk-free same-game parlay before the Super Bowl to qualify. New customers join today with promo code extra points to enjoy 56 to 1 odds on either team to win the Super Bowl. You turn a $5 bet into $280 cash. That's promo code extra points on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, what do we want to do? Do we want to do these um these guests? You did this on minus three. Guess the Super Bowl lines. Do you have a couple for us, Spaghetti, or or no? I can pull them up for you guys. Yeah. All right. I mean, it was on the outline. I don't know what's like. No, no. It's, uh, I, I don't know. All right. Do we have one? Uh, if you don't have, all right. We'll we'll, we'll talk NBA and then we'll jump. Let's uh, do. I would in. be interested if Sal can identify. Because well, we should spinning. do one with Martin, like in the last fifteen or. Oh, I was going to throw, because I know you'll know, Sal. Obviously, any Cowboys as an adult, you're going to know. I would be interested if you can get in the Wayback Machine and guess. One of them landed right on the number, right? Cowboys Steelers, four? Yes. How about can you do, when you were a wee child, you couldn't have had anything, or maybe you did, Mm -hmm. um, Super Bowl twelve. Mm-hmm. Roger Staubach versus former Dallas Cowboys quarterback Craig Morton and the upstart and the Denver yeah. Broncos. What do you think the number? The most fun thing about old Super Bowls and yeah. games before the pass before the rules shifted to favor um, offense it. is how low the totals are. They're like that's low thirties, the, um, and you're like, oh, what yeah, the that's, hell? That's the, isn't that the that's the is that the co MVP game? Yes, Harvey Martin. Listen, and Martin. Harvey Martin and Martin that, Weiss. Harvey Harvey Martin Weiss did his uh did his uh research. Is there. That, I like it. Was that Cowboys by five? Oh, uh, look! You're, you're looking game? right at it. You're, you're recording. You I, got, you got I it. promise I'm not. What <laughs> was it, spaghetti? I, I would say four. Really? I would to see. I mean, I just uh, my I head. Just took the a Cowboys picture of my computer or, screen. Nobody can see it, but there's nothing up there. Oh, you got a nice thing going there. All right. What do you say? Haven saying, Moses and company before it was in vogue to wear numbers not in mm-hmm. the uh, '80s. Haven Moses, number twenty-five, and uh, and the orange yeah. pantaloon uh, Broncos and everything else. They should have lost to the Raiders. What was it, Dave? What was the number? Spaghetti, what was it? I'm going to guess it's more like six, six and a half. I'll throw out. What Super Bowl number is this? 12. Super Bowl 12. Negative eight. (laughs) Super Bowl. (laughs) It's Dallas minus six. Oh, Ah, six. All right, good. Good. All right, let's tease him. 
Uh, you got another one for us? By the way, you guys did yesterday. You did Bills Giants, and I was like screaming about it because I I was going to school in upstate New York, and you couldn't find a bookie who would give that up at minus seven, which is the actual line. Everybody else who loved the Bills because everyone was betting the Bills upstate there had it at seven and a half or eight. I'm like, son of a bitch. I would have loved to get it at seven and it never well, mattered let's, anyway. Here's one I'll throw at you guys. Uh, yeah. I know Sal's going to know this because I sat next to him in the Superdome for this one. But Marty Weiss, do you know what the Rams Patriots, their first go round went off at? That would have been the greatest show on turf. For, uh, that was probably, that was what, Rams by... The biggest was I think was was the Jets at eighteen. Yes, I think so. This was was this Rams. I mean, this was Rams by was it thirteen and a half, twelve and a half. It's like thirteen. I think it's right? a good guess. It was four two touchdowns. It was fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't you remember. Remember I, I told you well, you guys were going back and forth all through these Super Bowls. Yeah. So I went all through Wikipedia like it like in week yeah. sixteen. And I've memorized a lot of this stuff. I tried to I learn a lot this. of this stuff. That's, That's how I good. had the co-MVP. They wanted to give to everybody. That's how I had that little anecdote fresh in my mind. Because, you know, believe it or not, I never saw Super Bowl twelve. Sal was definitely had something on this one as a, as a college guy at uh, mm. Oswego with his pals, Harry, and uh, the party. Well, you're kid. looking at the lines. I want spaghetti. I'm looking at them now. Well, now I'm play. looking at them. So, right, so it's fun to see if you can get these right. 49ers and Broncos, 1990. That was the that was the was that Niners. 17? No, I'm sorry. That uh, was uh, no, the 20... line. Oh, no, no. That was uh, I, I'm looking at it here. It, it's uh, the 49ers were laying 12 on that. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. So Niners Niners Chargers was 18 or 18 and a half. Right. Somewhere in there. How about the second? Uh, uh, if Marty, if you know this one, Sal, you I would suspect you're going to guess right. this one, too. The second of the two Cowboys and Bills Super Bowls. Oh, I'm going to go. The first one, I'll tell you, was seven, right? It was 52-17, Cowboys by seven. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm off like a point or half a point. I got it at half seven. Point. I know that. Yeah. All okay. Right. So what was the second one? And then they ran it right back the following year. Yep. In what Atlanta, Cow- right? Was it, is right? it Cowboys five, by five the second time they played the well, the first time it was the six yeah, and a half or seven. So it yeah. was it was at that was point, the Bills, the Bills were a punchline at that point. It was like the poor Bills. They got to yeah. play the Cowboys oh, wait, again. That- they had no shot yeah. in that one. OK. Was it ten, nine or ten? What was it? Ten, ten and, and a half. half. Ten and a half. Yeah. And I was I, the one I shit that game. We were down 13, six, had no life in us. Uh, and that was the helmet game with the t- Thurman Thomas. I think we shut him out the second. half. was it 30 to 13 final. James Washington, right? Yeah, was, uh, the guy who scooped yes. up the ball and scored the touchdown. That kind of swung it. They, they they were in some jeopardy and was like, "Ah, go Bills! Come on! No yeah. one thinks you have a shot. They, 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 maybe they'll do it the fourth time. Will be the charm." And then it, and then a guy. I, I James a quick James Washington story. My uncle Frank passed away. He's a big baseball nut, and I wanted to like donate money to like some fund that could be in his honor at UCLA. And the guy in charge of that, I'm I'm talking. I call up James Washington. UCLA, head of like uh, whatever the, the donation, charitable scholarship thing. I, I talked his ear off for an hour. Poor guy. He's like, please keep your money. He didn't want to deal with me anymore. But anyway, yeah, James Washington. That's funny. Well, uh, just very quickly, Go uh, let me just throw a, a couple more at you. Um, I didn't remember this one. Was that uh, I, the 49ers mm-hmm. in nine? You know, the Steve Young, uh, you know, to get the monkey off his back and all that, shaking off the Joe Montana stink and all that, finally, against the Chargers, should have been Pittsburgh. 
there. Um, Cal's the highest one. Yeah. Right. That's the highest one. Yeah. 18 and a half? 18, 18 and a half. Yeah. 18 I thought and the half. highest one the was Super Bowl three. I thought it was too, but because I, I, I the 19 time, is in my time. head. Yeah. But there's a run of what five games where that starts with that second Cowboys Bills game that goes off at ten and a half, then the eighteen and a half that we mentioned for the Niners, mm. then the Cowboys Steelers. I did not remember that the Steelers were such a dog in that. Yeah, one. It, right. I didn't remember thirteen and a half. And then the next year, it's the Packers and the Patriots. What did that one go off at, Seth? That was thirteen. Uh, that fell right on the number. Was that a twenty-seven fourteen final? And it, it was thirteen. It was a 27-13 final. Or am I, I off was, the final? I think that was 35-21, maybe. Oh, was right. That's exactly it what did fall yeah. on the number right. at 14. Yeah, yeah. Point. yeah. remember and that the, not being satisfying. Remember the Titans falling short. was uh, That was exactly seven, wasn't it? Rams-Titans. And they lost by seven. Yep, correct. Yep. And the Greg uh, Sherman Bowl. Okay. Yeah, but double-digit <laughs> uh, double digit um, favorites in five straight Super Bowls. And, wow. Uh, and now they the- won't do it because people pounded the money line and got hurt with the Giants over the Patriots twice, the books did. And so now they keep it around four or five. You're, you're lucky to see any more than three. Is that half, really four. true? Well, I mean, that's, I mean, whatever. If the matchup presents itself and they have to hang a seven, they will. But I think they're a lot more cautious now because people, the casual better made out on those underdogs so much. And I do love uh, that the, the millennium begins with, you know, with totals always over 40 at minimum in Super Bowls, that the Ravens and Giants goes off at 33. The right. Total. <laughs> 33 in the 21st over, right? century. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's talk NBA right here. Harden for Simmons. Uh, people are furious about this. <laughs> and I've come around. I said at the beginning, I'm starting to like James Harden. I don't know. I, I like him more if he leaves Philly in six weeks. If he says, I want to play for the Grizzlies. <laughs> That's it. Move me out. But maybe his thing is like, you know what? I'm doing it for the fans, the younger fans. I want to play for every team. I want them to, the team they root for, they, I could be a part of, and everybody could have a James Harden jersey growing up. Is that wrong, Martin? I'm just, I just went and looked. I don't know where Dave saw that somebody else besides the uh, the Colts were 18-point dogs in the Super Bowl. The Chargers, uh, the Chargers 49ers. The Chargers 49ers, oh, 18 and a half. Damn it. My fault. Um, <laughs> I was just double checking. Hand up my bed, Jerry Arbach. No, uh, I'm with you on this one. Super Bowl Masters away, Martin. I'm with you on this one. I thought, but the thing is, people are like mad at Harden because he forced his way out twice. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing is, you could be mad at Harden. James, I mean, Ben Simmons is the person I think that everybody, like, if you look at anybody, he's the one that got over it the most here. But the idea that James Harden is just kind of like a mercenary at this point in his career, you know, I, I don't have the biggest problem with it. It just annoys me that, like, he didn't want to say it out loud. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the whole, like, he, he was, like, every yeah, time, every step of the way, I wish he was just like, yeah, I've been here a long time in Houston. I want to win. This isn't mm-hmm. happening here. I'd like to be traded. And then it's like, right. I want to be a part of a better team. And then it's like, yo, Kyrie's not vaccinated. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'll just, right. I'd like to leave now. Because I really think that's what ended up happening is James Harden got to Brooklyn and he ended up doing the same thing he was doing in Houston, which was driving the whole car. He wanted to ride passenger for a little bit. Yeah. It is unbelievable that those guys played 16 games together. Harden, Kyrie, Durant. Durant must be so pissed. He must be, what the hell is going on here? And it was a, it was a, uh, for someone who's been under uh, high scrutiny, it was a fun moment with LeBron laughing. They picked Harden last. 
right? <laughs> he and Durant. That was, <laughs> it was that actually was, funny. Was that was good. hilarious. And yo, KD was like, because <laughs> the running joke is always they pick Rudy Gobert last because it's like, why are you right. in an all-star game? You know, you, I right. mean, sure, you may be one of the best players, but it's like, it'd be like an offensive lineman playing seven on seven. It's just. I like them picking the teams. I, I can't remember if it was Damashek or Doug Rush's idea, but I do like versus, better than West versus East. I like the two players picking teams, Shaq. What about you? I like better what replacing now that we solved football's uh, all-star event. We now need to fix the NBA, which is next weekend. And the way to fix that is get rid of the entire five-on-five construct and instead just go one-on-one tournament. Who mm. wouldn't watch that? That would be the greatest thing ever. You just you do 6-10 and over one side, and then you do 6-9 and under the other side. Maybe the two te- Maybe the two champs play each other at the end, but that would be more captivating than another all-star game i think I, by that, the way I, i'm writing it down to send to doug rush i don't know if he'll tweet it but i, I really want him to tweet that i'm just putting a nice logo like a tall man short man and uh and, and yes. he claims that idea is his own yes um <laughs> my life now i think <laughs> that um doug rush one needs to drink scott's bathwater, and two um i think that i i i it's really sets up for i think both guys these two malcontents these two bums james harden claimed physical issues i mean it's it's garbage and by the way i think that's the defining characteristic of this nba season it's been a terrible nba season there's bad Ooh, luck everywhere it, what, i haven't what, really been paying attention i, I we're, me we're, neither we're, but we're, i mean of course get into it but i know um, we will yeah. but, and but now the good news is i think we're jumping in at the right place i mean the laker the lakers yeah. mess the celtics mess those are bad things for the sure. nba there's certain you know college football is better when notre dame's good whether you love them or hate them mm-hmm. same same effect here but that's a bad look that the you know this this superstar thing and uh, mm-hmm. uh, load management days and all that crap. This is a terrible era we're in, mm-hmm. um, and these two frauds pretending to have mental health issues, all that crap, um, is bad. But if it does lead us to a Nets and Sixers seven game, I, with all respect to Giannis and company, mm. all of a sudden this is great. We got or I don't care when the series happens, but let's get that series in the east at some point because yeah. as long as aside from the, in september when football's gone but I, I know what you're saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, aside from forget about forget about um the um you know the narrative around the two guys how about the basketball matchup of that i really like the nets all of a sudden i think ben simmons makes sense you, you didn't need the redundancy right. necessarily of james harden anyway it was always the question like how is this going to work well um, I think they now set up and, and exactly what we said a year ago, minus James Harden, you still have two of the top 25 scores in the history of basketball on that yeah. team. So you've got to kind of favor them, I think, over over the Bucks and the Sixers and everybody I'm, else. I'm going taking forward. the Bucks. I like them at plus 290. They all kind right. of have the same record. Uh, you know, they're, they're the ones that are ignored because they're kind of just <laughs> they're, they're good and they're not making noise. Martin? You're probably right. What do you no. like? Nets are plus 210. This is for the East. Nets plus 210. Sixers plus 240. Bucks plus 290. I know Hench jumped on Miami to win the East uh, a couple weeks ago. Right. So I have zero interest in the Nets to win the East. I don't even see how they got better. Like, mm. me and Ben Simmons have played the exact same amount of basketball since the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, he's better than you, though. Yeah, I mean, sure. But, I mean, you know, I'm just saying, we've both been doing a lot of sitting on the couch. But, uh, to, to ramp him up for a playoff run, I just it just seems pie in the sky to me. Whereas right. James Harden, I mean, sure, his hamstring has been hurt, 
But and that's that's the thing that pisses me off about this NBA season. As a quick aside, you got LeBron who's like wasting a year of his prime because none, no, like I really feel like in the NBA, and I know it's not perfect in the NFL, but maybe just maybe you should let a general manager be a general manager and, instead of like players trying to figure it all out. And I get it, mm-hmm. like, you know, teaming up to some extent is great, but it seems to have not worked ex- except for one bubble championship, which I mean, it's still a championship, but hey, yeah. There was, was obviously extensive yeah. circumstances going on around it. But much part of the reason why this NBA season is, is trash. You got Ben Simmons is sitting out. You know, uh, LeBron is is on this. Is, is This team is more of a team. They got nothing doing, and they can't bench Russ because he makes too much money. And I don't know the, what they do. How could they make the? Could they get in and in the, in the play in game? That's all you need is a few playoff games. What they should have done is they right? should have said, "I'm not." What they should have said is Rob Palenka should have said, "I won't even have this job in 2027. I'll trade mm-hmm. all the first round picks to get off of Russ." But in t- getting back to the uh, to the Nets and the Sixers, to me, this the Sixers got so much better <laughs> than by mm-hmm. adding James Harden. Even if James Harden is 80 percent of what he used to be. I mean, they didn't even give up the pieces that they really wanted. The the piece. I mean, Seth Curry's thirty two years old. That's and he's. I mean, he's 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 a name, but you can find Seth Curry type production. I feel like in the NBA, a guy shooting, you know, a little bit, you know, above thirty five, you know, like forty percent from three. He's not going to turn the ball over too much, but he's not making his own shot. He's not playing that much defense. I'd rather trade Seth Curry for James Harden for sure. And like you traded him for, it would be like if. It's different circumstances, obviously, but it's like if the Texas traded Deshaun Watson. He's not mm. playing for you right now anyway. And you turned him back from an, you turned a guy who's not playing for you into a guy who's probably better than him and James Harden. Like I yeah. to me the net the the Sixers won this thing. I mean, for now and going forward and Joel, you can't waste another year of Joel Embiid, and it, it, but it just sucks. Well, that's Rivers all things. Does he stay healthy? He, he has trouble staying upright. But as it is now, and I know there's a long way to go. There's probably 20, 25 games left. No, but but it would be, I'm sorry, that'd so be the that'd be I, four or five right now. The Bucks Sixers. At the end of the day, though, I like Miami and Milwaukee in the East better than either one of these teams. You do, yeah. But yeah. I think Philly got way better, and the Nets to me are the same team. Yeah, are all like right, slight marginally better. Long way to go. We give our picks of the day. These have been good. We've been either two or three or three or three the last three times we've done this over the last week and a half. Uh, Wednesday when we did it, we were 2-0-1. Uh, I had the Hurricanes minus nine over Georgia Tech at home. They won by nine. That's a push. And then what do I do? I, you know what I do, Martin, when I push and I'm not like watching a game and I have to check the score after? I go back and see when my guy missed his free throw. And it's usually <laughs> it's usually in the last seven seconds. This one it was thirty seven seconds left where he missed the second free throw, so it wasn't wasn't too terrible. Lot thoughts could go on, but anyway, that was a push. I'm going UConn plus one and a half over Xavier. It's at Xavier. Um, Xavier two game losing streak. Huskies ended their two game skid with a win over Marquette the other day. Adam Sonogo, fun biggies, big man to watch. Twenty four points, fifteen boards, fifth double double against Marquette. The other day, R.J. Cole's a leading scorer. He had 24 against Xavier last year in a win. I just think they're better. The Musketeers slide continues. They're 0-6 against the spread, Xavier, in their last six home games. 70-63 Huskies get the edge. Give me UConn plus one and a half. Shaq, what do you like? 
Celtics, Lakers, we mentioned them, a great 80s rivalry before that. In Super Bowls, there was uh, the Steelers and the Cowboys. The hockey version of that looked Mm. like it was going to be, and it was going to carry on for a while, and we never saw it again. But Islanders and Oilers play for the Stanley Cup back-to-back in 1983. The Islanders get that one, 84. It launches the dynasty in Edmonton. Those two teams are hooking up. Both tracking the miss the playoffs, both stunning, if you would have said that before the season got going. The Oilers still have a shot, though. They've blown out Dave Tippett. They've They're going to make it. it, aren't they? Like five or six over 500? They're not going to make the playoffs? They're, they're they're in some jeopardy. The Islanders are probably mm. too far out to, to yeah. make a run here. It's almost certain that they're going to miss out. I think the Oilers, I mean, you know... Uh, the Islanders are a talented bunch as well. The Oilers, right. though, are it's so loaded up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the goal and a half bet here because there's uh, some nice juice there. Plus one seventy six. They get the new uh, coach a uh, a W there, and they get themselves a valuable two points as they try to squeeze their way in. What what a disgrace if you miss the playoffs with uh, Connor uh. McDavid and Leon Drysital on your squad. That that would be a shame. I think they shake they they begin their push to shake off that potential stink, and they uh, they down the Islanders. I remember Edmonton tonight. killed us in '84. I remember. Crying. And I think it was four games to one, right? And then how about uh, yeah? And I'm like, all right. The next day in Woodshop, I made this dumb plaque that said "Drive for five and 85. I thought that was so. <laughs> thought that was so <laughs> clever. And like you should have done it too, because you got yeah. Patty Lafontaine and Pat Flatley fresh off the Olympics. You thought, all right, we're all set for the next generation. Drive for five and eighty-five. And then what happens? Fucking. Oh. That, that, what do you know? I'm like, hey, drive for five and eighty five. I come into class the next day. Doug Rush has a whole banner made. Drive for five and eighty five. <laughs> but the by bitch. the way, yeah. I, I a sad note quickly. Yeah. Um, as we get ready for nine versus nine in the Super Bowl, Matt uh, Stafford versus Joe Burrow, number nine, Clark Gillies passed away a right, couple weeks ago. Very sad. I know that hit uh, you know old time. Yeah, hit old time uh, Islanders fans rough, Grew up understandably. Yep. Sure, Clark Gillies. All right, so uh, all right, so it's um, so yeah, Sheck, you won your hockey game big the other day. It was a shutout, right? You had that whole home and home oh, road, that, road road thing going. There's uh, only so one had, good. Oh, there's only one real good team in that conference. The mm-hmm. the Avs. The the Knights are not great unless I don't know maybe the Jack Eichel will make a difference if they bring him back sooner rather than later and uh, mm. but I, I I keep saying it the Flames man watch out for the Flames you want to you want one yeah. that people aren't really talking about that's that's playing really well right now it's the Calgary Flames watch out for them come right. uh, come spring Martin what's yours you've been hot I don't think you've lost in this in a while right. I don't think I, I have lost one of these at all. You guys, when you were forcing me to pick these underdogs that were long shots, you know what I'm saying? That was tough. But now when I get to pick oh, all, yeah. you know, from the whole slate, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. Um, I'm a little torn here. I'm in between giving like this degenerate college basketball play, but I think I want to go Chicago, bat, Chicago Bulls minus three at home. NBA favorites in the last three days have been absolutely slaughtering oh underdogs, yeah. and it's, that's what's giving me the cause for concern. But that's really it, though. So, like, if, if that gambling feeling of, like, how long are they going to let favorites keep covering? But Chicago, <laughs> as a favorite— Isn't that dumb to think like that? How long are they going to let? <laughs> right. As if but, there's uh, a meeting, but I, I'm with you. Yeah, I, you got I the, the, the Bulls at home. They're 19-9 yeah. and nine against the spread, 24-11 and 11 against the spread uh, as a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um 
the, both of those as a favorite. And then uh, away, I mean, the Timberwolves, when they're on the road, they're 15 and 14 against the spread. And as underdogs, 14 and 14. So you get better numbers with Chicago. Minnesota's a little bit healthier, but Chicago is a much better team. Um, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go. With All right. Bulls. I like that now because Shex is a. You're oh, you're minus one half plus 76. OK, I'm going to put these together. See what we get here. Plus one and a half. If you put those together, Bulls minus three, Oilers minus one and a half, UConn plus one and a half, plus 897, nine to one. Get some nice little loot going into Super Sunday, right? But all the props you want, do that. And uh, oh, let me in. say this yeah, one too Super Sunday, Sidney Crosby, one of the five greatest players in the history of people. Um, is going for goal number 500. It went off on Thursday night. First goal of the game, plus 1,000. I suspect it'll be somewhere uh, around there against the New Jersey Devils. That's a fun one. By the way, they have um, they have the. We didn't get into this because there's just so many. You, got, you can get nuts. They have the cross sports parlay or props for Super Sunday. Sid the Kid points versus Cooper Cup touchdowns. What are you picking? Mm. Cooper Cup is a, a slight uh, underdog, plus one fifteen. I, I, you know, I don't want to go against eighty-seven on what could be a special day. It's going to yeah, be one to one. Going to be one to one. Yeah, that's right. That's why yeah. I feel. Yeah, right. I think yeah. that's about right. That's uh, that. That's where it lines up. I that's, don't know. Our, that's our last pick. Uh, is a push. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's your good friend. Now yeah. that he's your good friend, Cooper uh, Cup. I don't want to go against him. That's right. Cooper Coffee smells good. I'll say that when I hugged him. Got a nice whiff. Uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Get in there. Don't listen to Sheck. Don't listen to Martin. This will be a nice experience. Also, you could just win and not have to get fall in the last place. Remember, only one person does this thing where they have to drink Scott's bathwater. Harry's brother is uh, a, a, a morbidly obese, and he, he bathed, and I'll put the picture up again for better or worse. But if you win... You get $1,056, then you can drink what you want, Martin, right? Doesn't really matter. Well, as long as it's under 1056 you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, yeah. you might have to come out of pocket. But, you know, that's, that'll get you a lot of drink. Babyface, you said you won't even drink certain water, right? I mean, I'm not saying I'm a water snob, but I, I have a hard time even drinking Dasani. So <laughs> I, I, there's no way I'm drinking this. We got to market this water, I think, is what you're, is what you're saying. How yeah. about this very quickly? You have to drink the bath water. Well, that, I was going to say of one person at extra points. Oh. Like, I, I think I, I just if it makes Scott feel any better, I wouldn't drink any of your bath waters. I, w- I don't really? want. Well, I, I then it gets a little sexual. Yeah, we don't need to. I don't know. Yeah, right. OK. How about the people on this show right now? Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. Babyface Joel. Marty Weiss, cousin Sal. My answer is zero. I would not. You and Mikey Meatball. I think spaghetti and meatballs. You know, you say they're the cleanest, but maybe they don't. Maybe they don't bathe after working out these intense workouts. So zero. My answer is zero. I wouldn't drink the bathwater of any of you. (laughs) I actually probably bathe more than anybody here. But uh, you do based on what? (laughs) All right, I'll pick Martin then. Well, I, I I take a shower pretty much every time I get come inside the house. You do. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I, it's a like really? if I, yeah, it's a weird thing. Spaghetti, but, you uh, want to? Who takes baths though? That's the biggest question. We're drinking. Yeah, baths I know. Aren't you all grown men? No, I, I think maybe my back hurt seven years ago, and I took a bath. That's probably the last time. Spaghetti wants to make a case that we should um we should drink his bath water. 
Yeah, it's clean. It's clean water. You'd be fine, Dave. You drank it. I'm, I shower at least twice a day at minimum. A very, you know, very clean person, well manicured, groomed. It would be totally fine. All right. So look, do us a favor. If we ever get an office, to bring a bring a glass of your bath water in. Shack will taste it. And Done deal. See. Yeah. All right. I do want you smooth like a dolphin. I I gotta. I want you. I want you all the way clean. No hair or anything. Like a (laughs) trim. You're good. You're good. No thanks. Uh, We're not even done talking about this. Like now, someone's gonna lose, and we're gonna have to pay it off. And I definitely want some staffers. And then we decided that it's gonna be easier to fly Scott out here or to wherever he needs to go than to actually transport jugs of bath water. (laughs) So now, then we have to figure that out. I don't know. But enjoy Super Sunday. Uh, reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. Except Doug Rush. 